0: RadioInfluence.com
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark to Light Podcast with
2: Frankie Val on the drums and
1: Beans. It's the last show of January for us, Frank.
2: I know. This is usually the, usually the, the month that never ends, and it went by so quick.
1: Way too fast way too fast. I have a funny story to start off the show and then we're going to get a couple couple weird stories out of the way and move into the main topics of the show today, which will be Pfizer and Hamilton 68. Okay. So my anniversary was the 26th. It was our 15-year anniversary and we we had all these big plans and we couldn't go out. We had to go out Saturday for it because Viv works on Friday night and it just wasn't possible. So the other day, we, we were going back and forth, back and forth with each other. Like, what are we going to do? We were going to go to Dave and Buster's because that's the where we met the very first time. And we're both on these diets and we're we're not drinking alcohol. So the original plan was to go out and have a couple drinks. And then we, you know, my husband was like, I don't really want to do that. I want to stick to this diet and we can't eat there because they don't have any good food. So let's go see a comedian instead. So I was yeah. like... Sounds like a plan. So he sent me the link to buy the tickets. I buy the tickets for the Saturday show. And we're all excited. Saturday comes. I get all ready. You know, like I get all dolled up. I do my hair, put makeup on my face. We leave. We get there. We walk in. And it turns out that I bought tickets for Friday night show.
2: Oh, no. Who was there?
1: Um, it was. Uh, what was his name? I forget his name. It was some guy that apparently was on Chelsea Lately. Quite a bit, Ugh. um. But um. allegedly, didn't let that drip into his comedy. So we were excited for a non-political comedy hour, okay. Um, which we didn't get. Okay. So, <laughs> so I was like,
2: this could go very bad very quick.
1: In typical Beans fashion, I screwed it up, and we drove like up and down. You know, Ocean. Um, we drove up and down by the beach, and you know it was pitch black and we couldn't see anything but we got a good hour alone talking and whatever and then went home we watched royal rumble instead
2: wow <laughs> yeah no i as soon as you said it on the crew of chelsea lately i said i don't know this this could go real bad yeah
1: well we i was a little worried about that actually but but i had you know done some research and whatever my hair is is very crazy today so um anyway anyway John, John Caparulo. Had, had a, uh, John Caparulo was his name. Thank you, Sharon.
2: <laughs> I had a uh, an issue last night. I I started realize, I saw immediately the changes that happened with Hallmark. You know, you know I told you that every every Sunday night my family and I get together we and we we make fun of Hallmark films. We just watch watch these cheesy Hallmark rom-coms, seasonal films, all that stuff and just pick them apart and just die laughing. Well, 2023 has brought major, unsettling changes. Like what? First of all, they have started to film on location. It was usually, you know, okay, it's Christmas, everybody's bundled up. But in the background, blurred out, you can see all everything is green. You can tell that they were doing this in in April. They sent people on location to places like Greece. Uh, we saw we saw condensation coming out of people's mouths. So what is this? They're trying. They're making this very hard
1: <laughs> to make fun and,
2: and of then, <laughs> and then there's other things they there's this one character that was trying to get pregnant a, a secondary character a main character's sister who's trying to get pregnant she's talking about her eggs and fertility and all that stuff so like okay well she's gonna obviously this is gonna end with her getting a positive test uh it ends with her getting a negative test and then they don't wrap it up anymore you just got to get left with the uh the the, the sad the sad ending wow like, what wow you don't they, like they're so I, I already told the rest of my family. So we are not DVRing anything that was made after 2022. Now
1: that's terrible. How are yeah, you gonna well, make fun of things that are real?
2: I know. Oh well. well. We find a way, but <laughs> uh, that's just not. It's not. That's not very Hallmark.
1: All right. So we've got a bunch of stuff today. Uh, firefighters continue to assess damage after large fire at Bozra Egg Farm.
2: I saw that one. 100,000 birds dead?
1: Unf- I, it, I said everything can't be an accident. You know me. I'm always poo-pooing like the quote conspiracies that people have about things. But this is getting a little ridiculous now with the eggs. All right? And, you know, think about how many, how many things have eggs in them. Forget just eating eggs as your breakfast. Everything has eggs. Every baked good has an egg.
2: Is this do you know at this farm what it was who it provided eggs to are we talking about farms that are primarily providing to major chains
1: i i don't know i don't know what what this farm provides to okay i don't but there's that um i also want to talk about something that's going on in south dakota Nobody really has heard about this. I got a text from somebody the other day about it. Um, there's a senator. Her name is Frye Muller, in South Carolina who was suspended by the Senate for a confrontation or a, a discussion she allegedly had with a staffer about something. She hasn't really been informed about why she's been suspended They formed a disciplinary committee and they're considering stripping her of her senatorship over this, but they've released like no details about it. So U.S.
0: Senate or state Senate? State
1: Senate. But let's listen to this really quickly. Um, This is what she has to say about it.
0: Today, State Senator Julie Fry Mueller made a public statement in response to her suspension from the South Dakota Senate. Earlier this week, Fry Mueller, who represents District 30 in the State Senate, was pulled from her committee assignment after an exchange with a female legislative staff member. Fry Mueller talked with the first time in Rapid City on Saturday and shared the conversation, touched, quote, intimate and personal details regarding maternal issues between women and discussions on vaccines.
1: In regards to our discussion on vaccines, I
2: stand by my advice to encourage people to become informed and to be able to make the best
1: choice for themselves and their families. However, this does not condone the extreme and egregious actions that the South Dakota State Senate has taken against me and disenfranchising the great people of District 30 and their right to representation in the Senate. The committee
0: will decide on Fry Mueller's potential expulsion next week.
1: Now, part of me is like, it had to have been something like really serious, right?
2: I, I I'm, Yeah, it had to be. I, I wish that there was more. When when do we find out more?
1: I, I, By the end of this week, for sure. But I mean, I'm like, it's going to be open to the public. Um, She's complaining that she's not getting any due process. She doesn't have any real details. Apparently, they confronted her about it. And what she told them didn't match what the staffer told them. Happened. So they stripped her of her committees. I don't know what the hell she could have possibly said to warrant this action, but I'm going to be watching this. This is really weird. There's so little information available anywhere. Like, that would be like, I, I just can't imagine this happening. Like, unless, she uh, it's not like she killed somebody or committed a crime, for goodness sakes.
2: I know, because there's been plenty of very highly public office holders who have had extreme positions on everything having, having to do with this lockdown and and subsequent forced inoculation of, of the world, not even just the nation. So there have been people on all sides of that taking all all positions. But I, I don't even know if we've ha- even had any official censures on a federal level. Right. So what the okay. hell is this?
1: What did she do? Like, say, if you get, get if you get that shot while you're pregnant, you're going to kill your kid. Like, did she Ooh, déjà vu, crazy. Did she do that? Like, what? What? I don't know. But I'm gonna. That watch wouldn't.
2: It. That wouldn't even be the most. It's, there have been. I you don't know. I don't know. Hey.
1: I mean, I don't know. This isn't a federal thing. It's a state thing. But it's right. South Dakota, for goodness sakes.
2: Right. So I. I wait with bated breath.
1: Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that. Now the Hauk trial is over. By the way, the Mark Hauk, who was pushed down that that uh, escort outside of an abortion center, like off the beaten path of where the abortion center is who was taunting his son. And they used the FACE Act against him. It was a, he. they stormed this guy's house with like dozens and dozens of FBI agents, scared the living daylights out of his kids, arrested him on a FACE Act violation um, for pushing down an abortion escort who is somebody that is supposed to escort the, women into the abortion center to get their abortion. But the reason why he pushed this guy down had nothing to do with him escorting anybody into the building and everything to do with the fact that the guy was taunting his son and saying like really lewd and terrible things to him. So he was like, get away from my son. The guy wouldn't listen. And he he pushed him down. The assault part of this was brought to the state for charges and they didn't wanna prosecute him on it. So now this case went to federal court on the FACE Act violation. He decided he was going to go to court with it, presented the case. Really interesting case. I've read the the test. I've read the basically the entire docket now. Um, The government's case is so weak. At one point during the trial, the judge was even like, is this really how far we're stretching this? Like he's just trying to make it. They're just the Biden administration is trying to make an example out of people who are. You know, outside outside of abortion centers, trying to let women know that there's another option, and is ignoring the hundreds and hundreds of churches that have been firebombed by Jane's Revenge or whatever that group is. No arrests there, Frank.
2: No, that they they wouldn't though. Um, well, that's that's also a the major sticking point for that latest Supreme Court confirmation. She uh, the the, the Kinjabi, whatever her name is. <laughs> forget uh she jackson
1: is kitanjo whatever
2: um she she was a she's a big anti first amendment person there too especially when it comes to uh conversations struck up or presence being felt outside of abortion clinics not inside not throwing eggs at the place but anywhere near these are the same these are the same kinds of people who believe it's a crime to to let a woman hear the heartbeat of a child that they don't know if they want to keep mm-hmm. because that would be way too much of a convincing agent for her to keep the child and and embrace motherhood because a heartbeat is a very human thing to hear you know these are the same types of people who want to uh make sure that mothers don't hear the heartbeat of their children if they are confused as to whether or not they should uh go through with it and um, I, you got you got to expect the, them to go to lengths like this.
1: The FACE Act itself is very specific on this. It, it, it is not meant to be um, the, the legislature when they put this in place did not say that this includes what happened here. Um, and even even the abortion clinic he was working for, this guy, he was disciplined by them for interacting with protesters. They're not allowed so this this is interesting. the judge the jury has deliberated for two hours, hasn't come to a decision they're They're coming back today to start. He could get eleven years in prison for this. eleven years unbelievable. It's like in the u k did you see how they arrested that woman for praying in the u k no. no, she was silently praying in her head near an abortion clinic. They asked her, "Are you praying?" she said no and they said what do you think are you thinking thoughts in your head
2: what no no, no. this is on this is on tape
1: yes yes it's. Record- are, you,
2: are you are you thinking thoughts
1: are you th- uh, let me hold on woman silently prays and is uk woman arrested for silent prayer here um U.K. woman arrested for praying near abortion center warns more arrests may come. So this happened uh, just shortly before uh, Christmas. So a British woman was arrested near a Birmingham, England abortion center. Now she was outside. This abortion center was closed at the time. Keep that in mind. And she was praying silently. Okay, she was not. Pr- I got to find the video. I'll find the video maybe for Wednesday show. They literally arrested her after she said she was praying silently in her head. Outside of an abortion clinic, they arrested her. Well, it's a real story. It's true. It happened. I watched the video of it. it. It literally happened.
2: I'm I'm not surprised by by the concept of thought crime, where we're living. We've been living with that for a long time. Um, but but just right there, that that alone is nuts.
1: Terrible, terrible. By the way, if you're watching on Twitter, there is a chat section. If you click on the video, you can talk it up in there. No oh, comments. There is now? Oh yeah. If you click on the video, you'll see it. There's a comment oh. section, just like Periscope used to be. I'm popping back and forth between all three of our platforms. Anyway, um, just a little video for everybody before we start our next segment.
2: Uh, Pfizer. Pfizer, CBS Help Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360
0: Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to
2: you by proposal. Pfizer. No. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the Press data download brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how
1: so um, Pfizer. we're CBS not sponsored by, sponsored by Pfizer. By- we're not. We're not sponsored by Pfizer. Just like you know. everything else is. Yeah,
2: apparently.
1: Yeah. Um. I, we talked about James O'Keefe's Pfizer whistleblower or not whistleblower man who was confronted <laughs> and reacted like a lunatic because his life was over. We talked about that Friday. Well, Friday at eight o'clock, Frank, Pfizer came out with a statement. Friday at 8 p.m. No surprise on the time. I have to read it. I don't know if you've read this. I'm sure you have.
2: No, no, I haven't.
1: Wow, okay. Oh, the flames are on in the background. <laughs> Yay. Allegations have recently been made related to gain-of-function and directed evolution research at Pfizer, and the company would like to set the record straight. Now, John Campbell did a video on this, too, but he didn't know that Project Veritas had done a video because they don't mention Project Veritas in here anywhere. So he had no idea why Pfizer was releasing this statement at all. Uh, Dr. John Campbell on YouTube. So it was interesting to see his response because he's like, this could be an allegation that was made. He has no idea why they're saying this. So it's interesting because I don't know if their PR people thought about the fact that nobody overseas probably saw this video. Just a a weird thing. Um, In the ongoing development of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer has not conducted gain-of-function or directed evolution research. Working with collaborators, we have conducted research where the original SARS-CoV-2 virus has been used to express the spike protein from new variants of concern. This work is undertaken once a new variant of concern has been identified by public health authorities." This research provides a way for us to rapidly assess the ability of an existing vaccine to induce antibodies that neutralize a newly identified variant of concern. We then make this data available through peer-reviewed scientific journals and use it as one of the steps to determine whether a vaccine update is required. In addition, to meet U.S. and global global regulatory requirements for our oral treatment Paxlovid, Pfizer undertakes in in vitro work in a laboratory culture dish to identify potential resistance mutations to maltravir, one of Paxilovid's two components. With a naturally evolving virus, it's important to routinely assess the activity of an antiviral. Most of this work is conducted using computer simulations or mutations of the main or mutations of the main protease, a non-infectious part of the virus. In a limited number of cases, when a full virus does not contain any known gain-of-function mutations, such virus may be engineered to enable the assessment of antiviral activity in cells. Um okay. So you do it.
2: So you do it.
1: In uh in addition
2: <laughs> wow. All right. Well, this is convenient.
1: <laughs> in addition, in vitro resistance selection experiments are undertaken in cells incubated with SARS-CoV-2 and near Nirm- near in our secure biosafety level 3 laboratory to assess three wow, huh uh-huh to assess whether the main protease can mutate to yield res- resistant strains of the virus so you do it it is important to note that these studies are required by us and global regulators for all antiviral products and are carried out by many companies and academic institutions in the us around the world fact-based information rooted in sound science is vitally important to overcoming the pandemic and Pfizer remains committed to transparency and helping alleviate the devastating burden of this disease.
2: Yes, because yeah, transparency, of course, after one of our major uh, high ranking employees is caught on a grinder date talking about all of our simplifying all this nonsense, you know, at, at, at least this guy on the date in New York simplified what was going on. These people over here in, in the statement felt that, well, if we just write a long, complex explanation of how we put the turkey baster inside of the cow and artificially inseminated it, it won't sound like we're screwing cows, <laughs> but it, it's just.
1: This is the same thing they did with with the announcement they made about about Cetalfella seat. C- Fetal cell lines being used in the vaccine. It's wiggle words. It's, it's wiggle, wiggle nonsense. It really is, which is why the title of the show today is Pfizer Wriggles. Because they're wriggling really badly. More importantly, Frank, they have information on community below. And the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. And if you scroll down to the important safety information... And then you scroll down even more, you'll see their side effects list. I'm going to read them to you. Severe allergic reactions. Non-severe allergic reactions like rash, itching, hives, or swelling of the face. Perfectly normal, by the way. Myocarditis. Pericarditis. Injection site pain. Tiredness. Headache. Muscle pain. Chills. Joint pain. Fever. Injection site swelling and redness. Nausea. Feeling unwell. Swollen lymph nodes. Decreased appetite, diarrhea, vomiting, arm pain, fainting in association with injection, unusual and persistent irritability, unusual and persistent poor feeding, unusual and persistent fatigue or lack of energy.
2: Un- Rabies.
1: Un- you may die if you take this medicine. Unusual and persistent cool, pale skin and dizzying. Unusual
2: and persistent infertility.
1: Unusual and persistent blood clotting. They left that off. And... Malone uh, Malone. McCullough has a sub stack out this morning. Acute psychosis after COVID-19 vaccination.
2: Oh, really?:
1: Yes, there he now recommends that we start analyzing the suicide rates after the vaccine, because there's a study here with a bunch of patients in it, and one of them actually stabbed themselves in the stomach. and had Mary to have? Em- <laughs> had to have emergency surgery. Um, they were all all of the three patients here written about required hospitalization with exhaustive diagnostic testing and medical treatment. One of the cases progressed to an attempted suicide with a knife stabbing to the abdomen, requiring emergency abdominal surgery. As a doctor, I'm disturbed by medical evidence demonstrating gene-coded SARS-CoV-2 Wuhan Institute of Virology spike protein in the human brain after vaccination. Now, remember that very few things pass the blood-brain barrier. So once you inject yourself, and this does get into your brain cells, which now your brain cells are creating spike protein, the inflammatory response that follows and the issues in the brain are serious in some cases. And that could cause this um, side effect of psychosis, which is what, McCall is talking about here and also it it also it it's it's mostly when people have a headache and a fever also and then the psychosis starts i
2: i'm I don't know to what degree, but I still have a I still am keeping the window of possibility open that this is laying the groundwork for some kind of a uh zombie <laughs> zombie, zombie apocalypse, apocalypse and that at some point down the line the chickens are going to come home to roost and 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 there's going to be millions of people whose bodies are going to be commandeered by some kind of alien force
1: we have a doctor in the chat hello doc Microclots and embolisms in the brain um, will have unpredictable psychological results, especially when LNP's lipid nanoparticles migrate past the blood-brain barrier and start making spike directly in the brain. Yes, Tracy.
2: Doc, oh, that's Doc Keck. Doc, I, I Tracy, I think that Doc is is working with Wendy. Oh, I, Doc, he's a, he's a good good friend of of mine and the show. He has done incredible work in the state of Virginia on informed consent and the shots. He's been uh, uh, filing lawsuits. His yes. story is incredible. Yes.
1: This is being worked on absolutely. Well, Doc, welcome to the chat. I'm so glad you're here and thank you for your work. Seriously, we need more. We need more. And there are, it's getting easier and easier now for people to speak out about this. But the trailblazers are the ones that I really just have the utmost respect for. It, it's been a long road for a lot of people. And God bless you for keeping at it because there are very few of us. Speaking of which... Did you see what they were doing to um, Angelia Dussel?
2: Oh, she was
1: a vaccine injured patient that suffered terrible, terrible, terrible tremors after the vaccine. One of those people that you saw video of, and you were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like probably,
2: probably seen her then, yeah.
1: Barely walk. Well, there's been a lot of controversy over the past several uh, over the past week because. Alex Berenson basically retweeted her and said, you know, you are making everybody look crazy. Stop this act, this facade that you're putting on. He basically accused her of of faking it for attention. And she's being treated by Pierre Pierre Corey um, right now, Dr. Corey. And she she has been on the high wire and provided all of her medical documentation, which proves that she is having a vaccine-induced sort of side effect here. And they've been working with her for a long time, but this woman has endured some of the most terrible, terrible harassment since Berenson tweeted that. And so Duolingo comes out a few days ago with a tweet of like a person at their headquarters standing in a green duolingo um, mascot and they made a gif of this shaking mascot and said thanks Pfizer and then underneath said can't stop twerking and then underneath said stay informed and in Spanish wrote twerking is not a side effect. Jeez. It's just...
2: Evil, but why? Why Berenson though? Why would he? I thought that he's on with with this issue has been on the up and up the whole time.
1: uh -uh, uh -uh. It's been a long time. No. Mm -mm. Okay, I didn't see. Ivermectin doesn't work. Um, Vaccine injury is fake. Um, It it at least this vaccine injury is fake. Well, I don't. I don't believe. I, I I don't. it's been a lot, and I've been like you're you're stupid. Like for somebody who calls himself a journalist, did they did he reach out to this woman and ask her to provide her medical records? because if he did, he would see that she is absolutely injured, and a doctor has to diagnose outside of the quarry of the world the quarries of the world, the doctor has diagnosed her with a vaccine injury, and he has caused this woman so much pain, um, so much pain. It's been really sad to watch. It, it, you know, you're just re-victimizing people over and over again who were never anti-vax, obviously. So that's terrible. Um, Malone has a couple of video uh, of sub-stacks about the Project Veritas video. Um, I'll put them in the show notes for everybody if they want to go and read them. Sounds good. Just terrible. Um, This is a study that I'm a little bit leery of, and you can tell me what you think about it. I think this is going to be used to discredit a lot of things. The publisher of some of the world's most prestigious scientific journals is investigating a study which claimed COVID vaccines have killed up to 280,000 people across the U.S. Jordan Peterson shared this study. Um... I want to read the actual study, but I can't. I'm just worried about it because it's anecdotal in a way. So it's basically, how do I get out of this? Oh. It was published in BMC Infectious Diseases. And the Daily Mail says, so don't quote it, but... He used an online survey of 2,840 people taken in December 2021 to make the estimate of COVID vaccine-related deaths in the U.S. Catherine Austin Fitz funded the survey. Um, But how do you know that the people answering aren't lying when they answer?
2: I mean... I, I, I don't know. This this is something different than VARES? Yes,
1: yes, yes. 2,840 participants completed the survey between December 18th and 23rd of 2021. The blah, blah, blah. Um, Those who knew someone who experienced a health problem from COVID-19 were more likely to be vaccinated, while those who knew someone who experienced a health problem following vaccination were less likely to be vaccinated. It was basically an online survey. Of people, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a little bit.
2: I, I don't know. It's, I, I have only stayed focused on the VARES system because that's a little bit more well established. And the, I think that the thing that is most striking about it is that the inaccuracy has also been established as well. Um, as far as scale of what is left out. Uh, so so to see Vares putting 41, no less, I mean, last time I saw it, it was 41,000 deaths. And if you then, of course, do the, 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 yeah. sub, the subsequent math of it, that being as little as 1% of the total or as much as 10% of the total, uh, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of lost lives the, at which then at that point is a small is uh, dwarfed by those who are just have been hurt by it. Right. In some way. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, that's all I keep focused on.
1: Yeah. Remember when Walensky was up there trying to discredit their own system? She had a oh, hearing.
2: Hey, that's what they had to do with uh, when, when they were still hyper, hyper fixed. And they are in many ways, but w- this is what they were doing when they were doing all those CDC, studies on gun violence during the obama administration and um and and when when all the studies came back and and just proved that two-thirds of all gun related deaths every year are suicides and the last one-third is mostly gang activity in uh, democrat cities it was uh just one of those inconvenient kind of all shucks moments that they had to you know pass off on on some some other big reason so I, it, same thing over here i i guess uh but all the only thing is that they're not looking into this with the gun with the gun death they thought that they were going to get some kind of a better result that helps their narrative yeah this one you know the, the, the name of the game has been avoiding any kind of real revelation at all costs so yeah if they look um, into
1: it then they'll they'll really yeah, be in
2: trouble <laughs> but it, but they're still they're still playing the evasion game of course
1: I need to know, I think inquiring minds actually need to know Frank, what is in the box behind you there?
2: Oh this this is a Roman chair. What is that? Uh, it's a uh, it's a back extension machine. I have to put it together. You
1: know what's crazy? That to me, this entire time looked like that was behind you way in the back of the room on the floor.
2: No it's, on it's a- right behind me. It's on top of a small uh, chair.
1: That's crazy! Oh. You just blew my oh. mind. My whole perspective of your room just completely changed. completely Oh well, the whole
2: perspective of this room is going to be destroyed in the in the next three to four months. It's going to be so cathartic. That's fun. Yeah, I can't wait.
1: Very fun. Okay, we're moving on. Matt Taibbi, Twitter files, fifteen. Frank, remember what?
2: fifteen now. Wow.
1: Yeah, remember Hamilton sixty eight.
2: This is very. Yes, yes, Hamilton 68 sounds familiar. Was this had to do with Russia? Yes, no. it did. It did?
1: It was Russia, it was the, I'll, I'll play a little video that, that uh, Taibbi and crew have put together real quick.
0: Uh, you and your team, you guys created a website, Hamilton 68. Yes. My colleagues and I, we tracked Russian accounts. That's some bullshit. So they're literally right now, they're Russian bots, according to your website, that are putting this out into the world. Is that right. correct?
2: That's bullshit. Are you isn't isn't uh, Bill Crystal involved with yes. this? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, indeed. So, Hamilton 68 starts randomly picking people they are calling Russian influence trolls and bots on on social media. Twitter is like, this is absolute nonsense. Yoel Roth says, it's so weird and self-selecting and they're so unwilling to be transparent and defend their selection that I think we need to just call this out on the bullshit it is. I mean, this is the, the conversation in between. Let me just write that curse word timestamp down here. Whoa, whoa, BS, 30,
2: BS.
1: BS, I know. 30, I'm going to say around 36 minutes just to be safe. When I send this off for radio, they, they want to know. <laughs> And that stuff happened. Um, Falsely accuses a bunch of legitimate right-leaning accounts of being Russian bots. Virtually any conclusion drawn from it will take conversations in in conservative circles on Twitter and accuse them of being Russian. This is all emails from inside Twitter that they're having with themselves. These are quotes by Twitter executives about Hamilton 68, a digital dashboard that claimed to track Russian intelligence and was the source of hundreds, if not thousands, of mainstream print and TV news stories in the Trump years. The dashboard was headed by former FBI counterintelligence official and current MSNBC contributor Clint Watts and funded by a neoliberal think tank, the Alliance for Securing Democracy. They all have such noble names, Frank. Such noble names. The ASD Advisory Council includes neoconservative writer Bill Kristol, former, mm. yeah, former ambassador to Russia, Michael McFowl, ex-Hillary for America chief John Podesta.
2: And, very cozy. Very, and, very cozy uh, group of creeps.
1: And former heads or deputy heads of the CIA, NSA, and the Department of Homeland Security. All on the So,
2: up you, know, up. so you know you can trust them.
1: Yeah, because we're the government and we're here to protect you.
2: I'm Bill Crystal, my eyes are too close together.
1: He he is mm.
2: His eyes his eyes are separated by like 1 inch.
1: Now I got to get a picture of him.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a he's a terribly made monster with Why with is... a fish mouth.
1: I wonder what happened to him when he was a kid that made him so nasty. Yeah, look at him. There he is. Not enough. Yeah, that's true. His eyes are very close together. Oh.
2: Whenever funny. he tweets and if if I, if I ever see him tweet and it's less than an hour old, and it's still pretty fresh, I'll always just put some kind of non-sequitur response about the the, the distance between his eyes in the comet.
1: It's very, very strange.
2: Leave it to me. Leave it to me to bring up the important issues.
1: It's kind of like Mike Cernovich's eyes. Aren't they very close together as well?
2: I don't know, but Bill Crystal's eyes should not be that close together.
1: Huh. It just reminds me of Cernovich's eyes for some reason. Anyway. Yes. Um... It was once potentially career-ending for a journalist to fall for a scam like Hamilton 68, and news orgs that got outed publishing one fake story would hire law firms to do outside audits. Mother Jones did over a dozen Hamilton 68 stories, and I bet they won't even comment. (laughs) I'm trying to assemble a list of news stories and TV segments pegged to Hamilton 68, and we'll publish it once done. I think people will be shocked at the scale of this. Um... Mad It was every
2: week. It was every week. It was nonstop. We were pelted by that stuff.
1: Yeah. they. I mean, Twitter even did a forensic analysis of the list that they were provided. You see a a, a breakdown of the visibility filtering labels that. <laughs> but they didn't do anything about it, Twitter. They talked about how crappy it was, but they did nothing to dispute it whatsoever publicly. And let me see how long this is.
0: We work with the Hamilton 68 project to really understand the foreign uh, influence uh, online. Hamilton 68 falsely accused legitimate American accounts of being Russian bots. Hamilton 68, we track Russian bot armies. Hamilton 68 are tracking this the most. Hamilton 68. I'll tell you what the Russian associated accounts were doing. Hamilton 68. Hamilton 68. Hamilton 68. Hamilton 68, Hamilton 68. 68 looks at Russian accounts. Wonderful website called Hamilton 68 that tracks known Russian bots. Look at Hamilton 68. And I encourage you to look at that. The Hamilton 68 research. Really interesting website. Students will really enjoy. Hamilton 68. It's just been such an amazing resource. Hamilton 68 knows their Russian bots. Hamilton 68 dashboard. If you want to track their covert accounts we need more fact checking like hamilton 68 hamilton 68 hamilton 68 they track russian associated troll farms there is no evidence to support their statements hamilton
1: 68 yeah literally everywhere and they came out with a fact sheet after the fact frank and they said this is we never we never um We never did this. Um, we always said we didn't know if they were actually really Russian accounts. They were like some really like normal people caught up in this nonsense. Like th- I, hate,
2: I hate them. I hate them all. I, I, I can't, I just can't stand the, the the, I can't stand watching the recap of what we always knew was such a stupid play to have these suits come out there come out there and and not only pretend to be doing important work but to also know to know the hip youth jar internet jargon of the day troll farms we know that we are tracking russian troll farming you know trolling is a problem don't you know it's just, I, I can't i can't i can't stand them they're not important people they are just they're just gangsters
1: they, gangsters they added a disclaimer to their website um just recently and pretended it's been there um it would be incorrect without further analysis to label anyone or anything that appears on the dashboard as being connected to a state to state backed propaganda before it said these accounts were selected for their relationship to russian sponsored influence and disinformation campaigns and not because of any domestic political content We have monitored these data sets for months in order to verify their relevance to Russian disinformation programs targeting the United States. This will provide a resource for journalists to appropriately identify Russian-sponsored information campaigns. Can you imagine, just for a second, either way, can you imagine if these people actually were that wrong? How dangerous it is? We are screwed. We have zero, zero smart people running the country. If they did this like, they really believed what they were, but they didn't. It was all it was their own propaganda campaign. Uh,
2: as much as I can't stand them, Tracy, and I know that we have seen plenty of stupid people amongst their, ra- uh, their ranks, people who are brought in to fill quotas and things like that. Who are really like true believers? They'll do anything for the big paycheck, for some screen time, whatever. Uh, th- th- as much as I can't stand them, I have to. I have to put most of the most of the issues and uh, most of the blame on us. They know that the people that they are catering to by and large on a critical mass level are stupid and they are if they're not stupid they are just distracted by day-to-day life and they will not look into this they don't read the disclaimers they don't see how websites are changed subtly over the course of many months when one scam is rolled into the next and re retooled to be to be something else it is just they they know that they're playing to, to 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 idiots and that's that's just uh, more work that we have to do as well because uh they they they're not going to stop.
1: Hamilton 68 securing democracy against foreign foreign influence. In the Federalist Papers 68 Alexander Hamilton wrote of protecting America's electoral process from foreign meddling. Today we face foreign interference of a type Hamilton could scarcely have imagined. ay 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 then I brought people back to the thread I did about the 200 in 2019. Many of you. Oh, have...
2: is that the Rolling Stone 200? Yep. <laughs> you were on there, right?
1: No. No, I wasn't. Well, oh, I know
2: a couple people I knew were on there.
1: I took, I forget how many, 15 or 16 or something accounts that they had named, and I did an analysis of their Twitter. And none of it was, none of it was true. I show everything here. It was all nonsense, none. And then, you know, the few that were talking about, because think about it, they were planting the seeds for this election integrity is bad. You know, don't talk about the sanctity of our vote nonsense. In 2019 with this, that was like their first public, like there are people on Twitter trying to say that our election isn't safe, but there were reasons why they were using those terms at that time. Like, I did a whole thread on it. I'll put it in the show notes. It's really enlightening. Honestly.
2: That's the original thread? You you found it?
1: I found it. Wow. Which is hard because Twitter, you can't, if I was, like, if you were banned, you can't search your account pre-ban using Twitter's search function. So trying to find this was a gargantuan task, but I found it. Then... We have another thing going on now, and I would argue it's less nasty, for lack of a better word, than what is happening in the United States. But the UK government has been exposed spying the army, the the 77th Army Brigade, secretly spied on British citizens who criticized the government's COVID lockdown policies. It was part of a sinister operation that also targeted politicians and high profile journalists. So FOIA documents, I guess FOIA over there, have exposed this spying operation by the British military on its citizens. And they're still recruiting, Frank. They're recruiting influencers, the 77th is. An influencer is an individual whose expertise is in activities that contribute to the changing or maintaining of another's attitudes and or behaviors.
2: Yes. Yes, we know that well. We need In the a- U.S., those are the people who usually uh, dance naked on TikTok and eat Tide Ty- Tide Pods. Those that, that's that that's all you have to do to be an influencer to American kids.
1: Anybody who was paid to promote the Pfizer vaccine, or if you're trans, you're considered an influencer.
2: Absolutely. Um. Like that freak that they brought to the the White House with the with the nails. With a, that did the, the skit for TikTok with Jen Psaki?
1: Yes. The one that was incessantly mocked by anyone with the brain for months afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's one for you in the pop culture realm. I couldn't believe this. A theater in Canada funded by taxpayers is having a blacks-only showing of a play. If you are white or you don't identify as black, their language. You're not allowed in to see it.
2: We've been building slowly and it's all by design. We've been building slowly toward a Rwanda slash South American, uh, South African style, um, uh, race, race war for a long time. And they're, they're not going to stop. It won't be, it won't be coast to coast just because the United States is too, too large of a union. Uh, but it, it is going to be very, very violent and uh, very brutal in patches all over the place. And it's going to continue just to just be pockmarked by this kind of uh, social uh, social lack of social cohesion and and outright sectarian violence race. It, it's it's been a slow now for a century especially since the turn of the 19th into the 20th century this is just where we've been going for a while and now this this is this is commonplace I, commonplace I have,
1: I have a couple of things one of them is i've been seeing a lot more um people speaking out against white racism that are of color or of you know a different nationality on youtube like, people are calling it out for what it is. And they're saying, what are we doing? This is, this is, what are we doing? Like, this is terrible what we're doing. It's been kind of uplifting to see. But I have a Tucker clip here. I don't know how much we'll listen to of of what is going on with this absolutely terrible, terrible beating in Memphis. But it's been, it's a psyop. It's a psy act, I should say. It's a psy act because it was a naturally occurring event that is being manipulated to to further a greater PSYOP. But let's watch a little bit of this. Hold on, let me raise the volume.
0: Level of judgment, but that video is is awful in a lot of ways, but here's what it's not. It's not an example of racism, systemic or otherwise. The man on the ground who was killed or died in any case was black, but so was every police officer you just saw hitting him. So by the way, is the police chief of Memphis. So is most of its city government. So also is the overwhelming majority of the city of Memphis itself. So whatever you think of them, white people did not play any role in this particular tragedy. Whatever the story may be about, it's not about racial bias. Any honest person could see that immediately. But you would never know it from watching the so-called news coverage of this tape today. The only person whose race most media outlets identified was the victim. Another unarmed black man murdered by the police, they said. Moments ago on MSNBC, they just described what you just saw as white supremacy. Really, how? CNN's Van Jones did acknowledge that the police who hit Tyree Nichols were black, but, quote, they might still have been driven by racism. Van Jones didn't take the time to explain how. It was a lie, of course. They're all lying, and Joe Biden himself, the president of the United States, swiftly reinforced that lie. Referring to an event in which every single participant and their supervisors was the same color, Biden lectured the United States that, quote, fatal encounters with law enforcement have disparately impacted black and brown people.
1: Which isn't true. And the Washington Post, of all places, came out with the stats for 2022. It's not true. White people are killed more. Even whatever. I don't even want to get into that argument. It's it's been argued well, a hundred.
2: They're they're more likely to use police are statistically more likely to use lethal force with uh with white people, but black black people are stopped and interacted with far more. Right, then again, well, you jump deeper into it and mostly black communities are low income, all these different low income race. It all overlaps and it creates very unsightly truths that are, are incredibly hard to talk about as a part of the planned uh, tearing us apart at the seams of the of the culture. That that's really where you, you can't talk about anything. And, um, and and this is where we have it. where it, literally everybody involved in a massacre. In an I only watched 30 second clip of it I refused to watch the rest I, I didn't watch it it's it's a it's a massacre it's it's, it's horrendous um where everybody involved is the same color and and they still they have to maintain a narrative they don't care about people and they don't care about making any wrong absolutely right they don't care about things being wrong as long as they have power it's a sick sick um hell that we're in
1: there's, um, moving from that topic, there's this weird elite battle going on, right? So like a lot of people talk about the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates and all of that. And they talk about how they want to depopulate the planet, right? They, they say there's too many people on the planet. We're never going to be able to sustain this. We have to depopulate the planet. Well, Russia is paying people to have more kids. I think a million rubles to have 10 kids. They want more children. And there are some billionaire elites that are saying we actually need to have more and more and more kids, or otherwise our population will completely decline, which is happening. It is happening in in major ways right now. Um, and it's not just a vaccine related thing. like it, it you know, kids these days are not wanting to have kids. it's It's not a dream of people's anymore to grow up and have a family and babies and you know it's just not what allegedly from what i've read kids are doing but there are there are billionaires who are saying have more babies how tech elites think it will save the planet and then russia paying for more babies where china pays for less babies and
2: hungary and poland were doing things like that too there's there's plenty of eastern european countries that uh that were incentivizing people to start families, giving them tax breaks, rebates, um, actually giving them plots of land and, and homes. There was, uh, th- th- there's a lot. There's a lot of people who understand, see the writing on the wall, and are also need to take other things into consideration like stopping migrant uh, transplants from coming into your country. Because part of this great culling of the West, and then eventually the entire world was first convincing the West to stop having children through environment, environmental scams, feminist scams, all that other stuff, and also environmental toxins. We have had, we have seen a a, a multi-generation now dip in testosterone and sperm counts. That is, some people think that it'll actually bottom out in the twenty forties completely. Yep. yep. So we're, we're we're being culled and sterilized, and for the for the for the time being replaced, which you can't say, by tens of millions of people from the third world, the developing world, which is being destroyed by the Bill Crystal types to create the migrant crises, to bring people who do not care about democratic institutions and and, and representation and all that other stuff. They don't care about those traditions at all. They come from places where it's even more harsh and less free for people. And uh, once that's all gone, they don't need even to consider the idea of consent and then And then we all get taken down a peg, but, um, that's, it has to be stopping immigration, this flow of migration and getting people back to having children again. You can't have one without the other.
1: No. And speaking of that, um, it brings me to end with this. There was a a crazy ass thing that happened over the week. Uh, Wendy had sent it initially um, a Rhode Island high school's assistant principal allegedly sent out an email asking staff to send donations to pay a human smuggling cartel for a trafficking a student over the Mexican border. And in the email, she said, hello, team, please see the message below regarding your consideration for an urgent matter to support one of our own students here at Mount. We have a student who came to America with, quote, Coyote, which is a group that helps people. This group gives you a time frame to make a payment of $5,000 to those who bring them into the states. Our student needs our urgent support to raise another $2,000 to meet his goal of $5,000 by February 1st, 2023. She writes it in such a way that you think that she has no idea what a coyote is. And her pronouns are she, her, hers, by the way.
2: Maybe she doesn't maybe she actually thinks that oh the, well i found a great great uh organization called coyote yes
1: that's what and it they, really reads like
2: uh so but my question is this is it a child that was in the school and went on vacation and now can't come home or is it just somebody that they know from the old country that they're sending for
1: it seems and, like this student was trafficked over the border with a coyote and hasn't been able to finish paying the coyote, so is now in danger of losing their life should they not pay the coyote. So this student probably went to this principal and said, I'm really in trouble. Coyote brought me over the border. I can't pay them. Can you help me raise money? And the, she thought, oh, a coyote is a group that helps people get across the border. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. I don't, I just, I can't. It's very, very weird. mm Very, very weird.
2: (laughs) No, I I don't. uh, I don't know. It seems
1: uh, I
2: don't. uh, I don't know where she's coming from, but it sounds like she's just dumb, dumb and doesn't know that too. Yeah, it's a A, yeah, it's human trafficking. You're dealing you're dealing with foreign nationals who deal in smuggling human beings and along the way, rape them and stuff them full of drugs. And God knows what else.
1: She, her so, Twitter profile, black educator, queer activist, poetry, Roxbury bread, save our streets, dismantle school to prison pipeline. I hear you speak your truth.
2: Oh, great. Yeah. So she's, she's, she's an insane person. Someone who a couple, couple of decades ago would have been sent to an institution, medicated, put in a straight jacket in a padded room, and that's where they belong. But now they, they work in a school. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the reality.
1: And we're going to move on to the, the final thing that I have to show everybody today. Transgender figure skater can't skate. A 59-year-old male Finnish farmer took up skating at 50, declared himself transgender, and performed yesterday under the female name Minna Maria at the opening of the European Figure Skating Championship. Oh, no. But she can't skate. Do you want to see?
2: Yeah, you yeah, can. Absolutely. I want to see this. Here we
1: go. There he is. The link for this will be in the show notes. Hold on. It gets much better.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I
2: was watching I was, I'm watching this on delay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, what we've done. It, oh, what we've done. Oh, how this is not good. This is, this feels like if you were to go farther back in time to when people would start, you know, the circus side shows. Yeah. You, I can see how this would be some sort of a punishment. Like they took, they took a a person off the street and they said, we're going to put you in a dress and we're going to put you in ice skates. And you're going to skate for us, and we're going to laugh at you, and we're like, going to throw tomatoes at you,
1: like like a clown, like yeah, a clown.
2: like like I, 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 like this could be some kind of a tragic punishment, but the fact that it is it is so far in the other direction, where this is a a dream come true, and we're all and there's a an arena of people over there. I'm sure that most people inside, it's a mockery like,
1: of the sport. It's a mockery. Oh, yes.
2: oh yeah, inside everybody, most people there are probably like. Oh God, this has gotta end quick. I can't take this oh, anymore. Oh, it
1: ended all right. With with this transgender figure skater on the ground needing the assistance of one of the flag skaters to to, to lift him up.
2: Oh my gosh. That is just the fact that they, they encouraged that and and they thought that it would be a, a brave Oh my gosh. They do less for children. Yes uh, with the make a wish.
1: Yes.
2: They do less for Make-A-Wish children. They just put this... this. Never mind.
1: You have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with
2: Frankie Val on the drums and...
1: Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Also, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m., Eastern time on Rumble, Getter, and now Twitter uh, live. And don't forget to listen to Frank Show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on Quite Frankly TV. We will see you uh, back here on Wednesday.
2: Later.